Today's message is one packed with nuggets you'll treasure for years to come. Do Christians go through seasons of difficulty? How does one walk out their faith in seasons of trials? Join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International Family for the message, Triumphing Through Trials. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. He says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these things of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Same conditions, different results. And he's saying that the person who hears God's word and does them, does, does them will be the one who is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rains come, the floods come, the wind blew and beat on the house, but the house still stands solid. It does not fall. For the one who is building on sand, the same conditions come, but that person's house doesn't survive. So, so we go through tests, we go through a storm, we go through, I mean, difficulties, we go through different seasons of life. But what will make us stand, the difference between the one who will stand and the one who will not stand is the one who is doing the word of God. And, and we talked about the fact also that in Psalms, uh, um, today I want us to go a step further in our lesson here. And, and why do we go through tests? Why do we go through, to, to, I mean, what, do, to, through, through trials? What's the reason? Seven reasons why we go through test trials and sometimes even temptation. Turn with me to Luke chapter 4 verse 1. You have to realize Luke chapter 4 verse 1. Luke chapter 4 verse 1. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that that Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness being tempted for 40 days by the devil and in those days he ate nothing and afterward when they had ended he was hungry he was filled with the spirit and the very next thing that we see was the bible says he was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted to be tested wow <laughs> jesus if Jesus was tested, or uh, he was, uh, he, you see, he had to pass. You see, in the beginning, Adam and Eve sinned against God, and they were got separated from God. So the test that Adam and uh, Eve failed, Jesus has to pass that test. And when he, so the first reason why we are tested is that God, God, you see, when God tests us, he wants to, he wants to, he will take us through a process. Sometimes when we go through a wilderness, when we go through a dry season, we go through a season in life, we don't understand what is going on. 
he's being led to be tested to see whether he will pass the test that Adam, Adam failed in the wilderness. And so many times we, we, we are Christians. We've come to God. We believe God. We have faith. You see, the Bible says, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, 5 verse 4 talks about the fact that this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So our faith in God will be, will be tested. We established that last week. And so, and, and, and so it's very, very important when God tests us, he's going to check whether we believe like we say we do. Deuteronomy chapter 8 from verse 1 to 3. Deuteronomy 8 verse 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord. He says, every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God, notice this phrase, led you all these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you and to know what was in your heart, whether you will keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your father, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Where do you remember this verse? Jesus quoted this verse to, I mean, I mean, I mean, to the devil when he was tempted on the mountain. He tells you here the reason why they were led into the wilderness. He says, number one, to humble you. One of the reasons why he tests us is to test our character. So many times... <laughs> We, 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 I mean, he says to humble you and to test whether you, what was in your heart. God wants to check what is in this person's heart. What is in there? When it gets difficult in the, I mean, I mean, in the, the wilderness is a dry place. When life gets difficult, when things happen, maybe, I mean, a, a sudden loss of a job, a sudden loss of a relationship, I, 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 mean, I mean, something happens and it seems like it's a dry place, what will this person do? Would they throw their hands in the air and say, no, I give up? To know what was in your heart. So if Jesus was tested, then where does that leave you and I? We will be tested. Every lesson that God teaches us, he will test us based on the level where we are. We just learned about the, 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 the fruit of the spirit and, uh, um, not long ago. And when you learn about the fruit of the spirit... One of the fruit was self-control. And if we, if you're on the road and you don't exercise self-control on that gas pedal, 
<laughs> Sooner or later, you see flashing lights behind you. <laughs> you will get tested. What, whatever the lesson is, to know what is in your heart, whether you will keep the word of God or not. But I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, when we are tested, may we pass the test that come our way in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe that, say amen. amen. To establish his character in us, we will be tested. So you will face a test. I mean, whether you choose the right way or the wrong way. You may be out uh, uh, in, 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 the, in the workplace and everybody is doing the wrong thing. What foundation are we building on? Through the decisions that we face, we have a choice. I will build, make a decision that you build your house on a solid character. To, 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 based on Jesus Christ. These are things that we cannot run away from. Number three, we go through tests and trials to enlarge our capacity, to broaden our capacity for, for truth. Psalm chapter 4, verse 1. Psalm chapter 4, verse 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Notice what he says. He says, hear me when I call. Oh God of my righteousness, you have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. Another translation says, the key just puts it this way. He says, you have enlarged me when I was in distress. We can take the distress that we go through. We can take the test that we go through. We can take the trials that we go through. And God's he puts it this way. He says, you have enlarged me. And I've, I've used it as an opportunity to grow in my walk with God. You see, sometimes when you have gone through a certain test, a certain trial, and you overcome, you have a ministry. God gives you a ministry by which you can comfort others as well who are going through the same thing. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. The father, I like that phrase, the father of mercies. That means there is not only one mercy. There are so many mercies. He comforts us. He enlarges us. And comforts us in our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. I used to be this way. Now God has transformed my life and now I'm like this. I overcame in this area of my life and so now I can be able to help somebody that is going through that same circumstance. But so many times when we are in any kind of trouble, when we are in any kind of tribulation, um, the, 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 the easiest thing to do is to complain. 
That's what the children of Israel did. That kept them for 40 years longer in the wilderness than they were, they were supposed to have been. Oh Lord, you know, this is so difficult. I, it's, 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 it's difficult. This test, you see, the, you see, you see, you see, the, 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 the key scripture, notice what he says in, in, in first, second Peter, thank you, Lord, second Peter chapter one, first Peter chapter one, verse six, notice what he says, if necessary, God will test our faith, first Peter chapter one, verse six, he says, in this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. If need be, what is the purpose? What that is the reason why you have to understand? Number one, why do I go through tests? Number two, what is the purpose of it? And number three, how do I overcome? So he says that the genuineness, verse seven, of your faith be much more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ whom having not seen you love though now you do not see him yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory receiving the end of your faith the salvation of your soul <laughs> you see Every, the purpose of God teaching us is so we can test us. We like the teaching piece. We like to come to church. We like to read the word of God. We like to rejoice and, and, and we like to jump and scream and shout and say, this is good teaching. This is good preaching. I am enjoying the word of God. Like we use that term, I'm soaking in the word of God. My Lord, the word of God is blessing me. My Lord, this word is getting in my heart. But remember, oh, that after he taught them in Matthew chapter 5, oh, Matthew chapter 14 is coming when they were in a storm and, and the storm comes against comes against them you are on the mountain all listening to the word but the purpose of teaching is so that we can be tested <laughs> and so he says here that oh if need be you have been grieved by various trials. What is the purpose of it? The purpose of that test, the purpose of that trial is to check the genuineness of your faith. Do you really believe God like you say you do? Do you really trust God like you say you do? Is God really the Lord, Jesus really the Lord of your life? If necessary, you will be tested. That the genuineness, notice this, of your faith be more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that when your faith is tested, may it come out and be like precious gold. 
May it come out when you come on the other side of that test. When you come on the other side of that challenge. May people look at you. Oh, you may even look at yourself and say, wow, I went through this. And after I came through this circumstance, I'm a better person. I have grown. I have developed. And notice he says, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. You see, if you are a Christian, your, your spirit man is already saved. Your soul part still has work to be in, in, in its being saved. Because of the renewing of the mind. And then your body, ultimately, at the resurrection, you will experience the final salvation for, for your body is concerned. But while you are down here, you and I, every day we have to live, your faith will be tested. One day, Abraham, I like Abraham. Abraham, got, in Genesis chapter 22, let's go there, Genesis chapter 22, notice what the Bible says, Genesis chapter 22, from verse 1, he says, and it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham. Who tested him? Talk to me this morning, please. Who tested him? God tested him and said to Abraham, and, and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. What you have to realize is Abraham had used his faith. They had, they had believed God for a child and this is his one and only child. The most precious thing in his life, his child, God comes to him and he says, Here is a test. <laughs> bring your son what bring your son yeah bring your son <laughs> do you wiggle your ears and did I hear right <laughs> go away devil I rebuke you <laughs> but he in obedience took his son and went and when it was all said and done, the Bible says in verse 12, he says, and he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Now I know, now I know, now I know, now I know, now I know that you fear me. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus when you have passed that test may God testify about you and say now I know now I know this my child oh reverences me now I know that this my child fears me now I know ah, you have passed that test and you are moving on to the next level in your walk with me in the mighty name of Jesus what is God's testimony about you and I Oh, I pray that he will testify and say, now I know that this person fears me. 
He's passed that test of faith. He's come out. He or she has come out and is looking like gold on the other side. When it was very difficult, when it did not seem like the right thing to do to obey God, when it did not seem like the right thing to do to serve God, oh, you made a choice. When it did not make, make sense, oh, to yield your life, uh, you did not consider your past. You did not look back on, on, on your past, but you were looking at me and you were considering me. You took that step of obedience and in the name of Jesus now I testify about you that you've passed that test may you pass the test that come your way in the mighty name of Jesus if you believe that say amen, amen. glory be to the name of the Lord number four God will test us so that he can build his character into us James chapter 1 Verse 21, thank you, Lord, along the same lines of being a doer of the word of God. He says, therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of weakness, wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able, notice that phrase again, it's here again, to save your souls and be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his face in, a, in, in his natural face in a mirror for he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was he says receive with meekness the implanted word that word implant is, 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 is almost like to take another plant and put it into another and let that plant conform to the one that it's been implanted into. God wants, to, uh, wants his nature to be reflected in our lives. He wants to his nature to, to, to be reflected in our lives. So as we go through, as we become doers of the word, he says that that word is able to save our souls. He wants us to avoid the tragedy, tragedy of Matthew 7, 23, where, 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 where he says, I mean, where he says that, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I, I don't know you. In the name of Jesus, you will not be that one that has that, 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 that testimony, but you will be the one that is a doer of the word of God. You see, the, 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 the little lights that you have, God expects us to walk in it. The revelation of God's work that we have, he expects us to walk with it. And then as we walk in that revelation, then we'll keep getting more light. Then we'll keep walking in, in, in that which he has for us. But the, the, the thing is that he wants to build his character into us. And, and God doesn't run a system where if you, if, you, if, if, you, if you fail the last test, you get promoted. No, it doesn't. It doesn't run. It doesn't run his, his system that way. <laughs> Sometimes there are areas of our lives where we may be challenged. This 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 little mouth of ours gets us into big troubles. <laughs> Sometimes it, it is it is gossip, and so we keep going around around the same circle. God will keep checking you, checking you, checking you. Has this person passed this 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 test? So I can move him on. To the, to the next thing. He says, be doers of the word of God. Not hear the word and let it go the other, other ear. 
But every day as we study his word, as we hear his word, we ask, we ask him that, Lord, show me areas of my life where I can live for your glory. Let your word mold me. Let your word shape me. Let your word make me into who you have called me to be. You see, our faith does not immunize us from the trials and the tribulations of life. It does not inoculate us or immunize us. No, 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 no. I mean, read through the Bible. Abraham was tested. These people went through fire. But in the midst of it all, they stood their ground and did not give up their faith in God. I pray in the name of Jesus, when you are tested, when the test of life, when the trials of life come, may you not give up in the mighty name of Jesus. May you stand for God, no matter the circumstance of life in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Say aloud, amen. amen. Say aloud, amen. amen. Say aloud, amen. amen. Say aloud, amen. amen. Say, I will pass my test. I will not fail. I will pass my test. I will not fail. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. You see, a, a, a classic example of somebody who went through life and, and, and made it. He was tested. You see, First Samuel, the whole book of First Samuel covers a period of 115 years. And, and Saul was, 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 was in that portion of the book. He was there for 32. He, he reigned from 32 years to the age of 72. And during that time, David comes along. David is anointed as a king in 1 Samuel chapter 16. And it took him 15 years before ultimately he ascended to the throne. But why did David have to go through the things that he went through? Why do you and I have to go through the test and the trials? All he did was get to the battlefield. Goliath was there. His father had sent him with some provision to go and feed uh, to, for, for his brothers who were on the battlefield. He gets there and sometimes the tests and the trials that we go through are, are, are things that other people brought on us. We didn't bring it on ourselves. So after the battle, after he defeats Goliath, listen to what happened in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 6. I want, I want, I want us to look at that. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 6. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 6. The Bible says, he says, Then, now it happened, as they were coming home, when David was returning from the slaughter of the Philistines, that the women had come out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with joy, and with musical instruments. So, the, so the women sang as they danced and said, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousand. Then Saul was very angry, and the same, displeased him and he said they have ascribed to David 10,000 and to me they have ascribed only 1,000 now what more can he have by the kingdom so Saul I David from that day forward 
<laughs> All he did was defeat Goliath, and now he's in trouble for it. Sometimes all that just happened is that you just got promoted at work and as a result, everybody in the workplace doesn't like you. <laughs> why wasn't me? Uh, why wasn't I the one who was promoted and it was you? Why wasn't I the one who got the award and you got the award? The women were singing. Oh, David has done a great job today. David has done a great job today. David has done a great job today. So I looked at him and said, wow, why didn't God use me to kill Goliath? <laughs> why not me the bible says he eyed him from that day forward one remark and all of a sudden he's in hot water <laughs> you look at yourself what did I do why are all these people saying this against me I didn't do anything he goes from, from then on that the troubles kept increasing. And, we, and, and, and sometimes your blessing can bring you trials. Sometimes your promotion can bring you into a test. And the next thing that he does is, that, that's all did was, he says, therefore, verse 50 says, therefore when Saul saw that he behaved very wisely. He was afraid of him. And then verse 21, to get him, it says, so Saul said, I will give her to him, that is Michal, his daughter, that she may be a snare to him and that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. Therefore Saul said to David a second time, you shall be my son-in-law today. One of the prize that was promised him from defeating Goliath was that he would become, he become son-in-law to, 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 to the king. And even to become a son-in-law, the Bible says that Saul gives her daughter, his daughter to him to be a snare to him. <laughs> to trouble him. And that the hand of the Philistines might be against him. That's a political marriage. <laughs> <laughs> from one victory and I mean he's, he's stripped of everything but through it all David did not give up on God he loses through this process his very closest friend Jonathan within a very short time frame he goes through a whole lot the wife who has been a support for him at some point, he gets separated from the wife. The wife who will encourage him and say, tomorrow is going to be all right. Be encouraged. God is with you. Everything is going to be okay. He has, he has to leave because Saul is after his life. And now he gets into a, bat, he gets into a place where he has to pretend that he's, he's, he's mad. In First Samuel chapter 12, 21 verse 12 to 13. He's lost everything. He's gone from here to here. And so many times in our lives, when that happens, people just give up. Where is God when I was going through this? Where was he? What, I mean, what's, what's the situation here? Oh, but I like my friend David. When I go to heaven, I'll look for him. 
<laughs> Notice what he said in Psalm 56, verse 4 to 9. Psalm 56, verse 4 to 9. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Follow me closely. This can save your life. He says, In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what can flesh do to me. All day they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together. They hide. They mark my steps. When they lie in wait for my life, shall they escape by iniquity? In anger, cast down the peoples, O oh God. You number my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Oh, when I cry to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know because God is for me. In God, I am going to put my trust. In God, that is where my confidence is. I will not fear what flesh can do to me. I will not fear what man can do to me. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus, through my God, all my enemies will turn back. Oh, I am going through a difficult time. Saul is after my life. Somebody is after my life. Somebody is twisting my words. Somebody is speaking against me, but in the midst of it all, ah, my hope is in God. My hope and my trust is in God. I will not lose my confidence in God. I will not lose my trust in God because I know, oh, somebody is for me. I know that my God is for me. He said he will never leave me nor forsake me. He said even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. And so I will put my trust in him. My confidence is in him. Ah, my Lord and my God. When I look on the left, there is no help. When I look on the right, there is no help. Ah, ah, the affliction, the test and the trials um, that I'm going through. It is very difficult. It's a very challenging season. My Lord and my God, it feels like a dark season of my life. It feels like a wilderness time. Oh, it feels like a dry season, but in my God, in my God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever you are going through will not be able to kill you. Whatever you are able, you are going through will not be able to separate you from the love of Christ. Ah, whatever you are going through will not stop you in your faith. Ah, the trying of your faith like precious gold. Ah, sooner or later, I see God bringing you out. I see God bringing you out. That is not the end of your life. Ah, God is taking you. Ah, he's developing character in you. He's checking your heart. And when you pass that test in the mighty name of Jesus, you come out as God. Oh, if you believe that, say amen this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. David, thank you, Lord, was the same one that said in Psalm 119, thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 65, he says, you have dealt with me, your servants. O Lord, according to your word, teach me good judgment and knowledge. For I believe your commandment. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. You are good and do good. 
teach me your statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your precept with my whole heart. And verse 17, yeah, he says, verse 17 says, their heart is as far as grief, but I delight in your law. Verse 71. It is good for me that I have been afflicted that I may learn your statutes. It is good for me that I've gone through these tests. I've gone through, through these trials that I might learn the lessons that you have for me. That I might learn your, that's not, that's the normal attitude of the, of the regular person. What? I'm going through all these things all because I got anointed as to be the next as a king and, 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 and I defeated Goliath. I give up. I throw up my hands. That's not your testimony in Jesus' name. Your testimony is, it, it's a good thing that I went through, the, through this season. I've come out. I've developed. I've grown. I've developed. And I have grown. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And now I can help somebody else who is in the same circumstance. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He said, God is with me. God is with me. Psalm 107, verse 20. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 107, verse 20. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He talks about the fact that he sent his word and then he healed them. Verse 23 says that those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business in great waters, they see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commands and raises the stormy winds, which lifts up the waves of the sea. They mount up to the heavens. They go down to the dead. Their soul melts because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man. And they and are at their wit's end. Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble. And he brings them out of their, out of their distresses. He calms the storm so that it waves are still. May God calm the storms in your life. May he calm the storm in your life. He says they reel to and fro. They stagger. They are their weight end. Then, like I said, they send the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> they don't send a tweet the tweet is not going to do anything <laughs> they cry out to God Lord I don't know what to do about this I don't know which way to turn and he says then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble he brings them out of their distresses. That is the kind of God that you said. He calms the storm so that its waves are still. Verse 30 says, Then 
They are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired heaven. May God guide you to your desired heaven. I said, may God guide you to your desired heaven. May God guide you to your desired heaven. May God guide you and bring you to the desired heaven. Oh, may he calm the storm and bring you to your desired heaven. If you believe that, say amen. Say aloud, amen. Say aloud, amen. Say God will bring me to my desired heaven. What I am going through, that's not the end of it. God will bring me through. God will still the storm and bring me to my desired heaven. Somebody say amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He's a faithful God. He's a faithful father. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Number five, or whichever number it is. You see, we go through <laughs> different trials, different, diff- and we go through trials and, and tribulations because there are different seasons. There are different seasons of life. Even in the year, we have springtime, we have summer, we have fall, we have winter. But when we go through the different seasons, when the tree is going through a different season, it doesn't say, I mean, it's springtime, it's all rosy and good. Leaves are coming out. Summertime is sunshine. We're not in the natural when it's summer. We can do outdoor activities, get out and do all these things. Uh, The tree cannot say that when it gets to winter, it's too cold. I'm going to plant myself from here and put myself somewhere else. doesn't have that option (laughs) it's not going to grow and develop that way there are different seasons you see and so in, in the different seasons of life we must get to the place where we are able to endure and know that it may be winter today but sooner or later springtime is coming (laughs) sooner or later summer is coming but if you give up when life and when everything is peace and, 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 and when everything is going well or when everything, when things get difficult, uh, then how can you, I mean, when, when, how can you stand the harsh seasons and difficulties of life? Notice what the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5. Thank you, Lord. Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5. He says, if you run with the footmen and they have worried you, then how can you contend with horses? And if in the land of peace in which you trusted, they worried you, then how will you do in the flat plain of the Jordan? If we are putting it in our language today, if you are just playing um, <laughs> on, 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 the, on, on, a, on a high school basketball team and you couldn't make it, then how can you play in the NBA? <laughs> you couldn't even qualify and pass your test to make it to the high school team how would you get to the to to, to, to the national championship if you are just running with footmen and they worry you then when it comes to horses you you, you are no match (laughs) 
<laughs> or when the Jordan, you see the Jordan will be peaceful at certain times of the year, but at certain times it will overflow. So he's, what he's saying there is, if, 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 if you in the land of peace, which you trusted, they were you, then how will you do in the flat plain of the Jordan? This little test that you are going through, you are not, you are, you are, you, you, you are complaining and you are grumbling. Then what about the bigger test? How would you pass that test and move on to the next level? You will not fail your test in Jesus' name. <laughs> you will not fail your test in Jesus' name. You will not be swallowed by, 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 by the water. The waters will not overflow you because when you go through, that's the good news. He says he will never leave you nor forsake you. When you go through those seasons, he is the Lord that is with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He will never Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. When you go through the waters, they will not overflow you. Because God is with you. Because God is with you. The Apostle Paul passed this test, and we are talking about him today. You will pass your test as well in the name of Jesus Christ. Notice in, in Acts chapter 20 verse 23, he says, Except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me. This is a phrase we should all get used to. None of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I have received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. None of these things move me. The things that I'm going through, they don't move me. Because I know that God has a plan for my life. Because God wants to accomplish great things through me. Because he has a throne that he has, he has set for me. Because he has such a great plan for my life. None of these tests, none of these trials, none of these things that I go through, they don't move me. They don't move me. Even though I may not understand it all. They, 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 don't, they don't move me. My, my wife had, had a very, um, she went through a very difficult time growing up. But when you look at her today, you won't, you won't, you won't think that she had that, that kind of a past. <laughs> her parents were not, for the most part, were not together when she was growing up. And she lived in a neighborhood where was everybody around wasn't doing the right thing. Very, you see, you, you, in these days, you see, the person grew up in a very difficult neighborhood. But she made a choice that out of that test, out of that trial, out of the things that she was going through, she was, she was going to make, make it. And when we met in college, I didn't see, I, I didn't see that. I saw beauty. I saw, I, I saw something else. <laughs> I saw someone that God had molded her character. That someone that God had, had turned her life around. She could have had the excuse when I was growing up, my parents were, were divorced. When I was growing up, uh, I didn't live in the best, grow up in the best environment. No. She made a decision. That she will live 
her life for God. She passed the test that were placed along her path. She passed the test of faithfulness. Ruth passed the test of faithfulness. Joseph passed the test of integrity. Judas failed the test, the, the, the financial test. You've worked with Jesus, seen all these miracles. When it came time, you just sold him for 30 pieces of silver. My Lord and my God. If, if he failed the test. We go through different seasons. Your, your past may have been difficult. Growing up may have been difficult. Something may have happened in your past. That if you look at it, you will be like, God, why? Why me? Why me? But in the midst of those questions, in the midst of those tests, in the midst of those trials, God is saying to you, I am with you. God is saying with, to you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You give me an opportunity. Give me a chance. Give me, give, give me. Yield that to me. David said it was good that I was afflicted. It was good that I went through that test. It was good that I went through that trial. Wow, when I look at, maybe you have abuse in your past. When you look at somebody that's been abused, you can say, I can identify with what, what has happened to you. God help me come out of it. Look at how what he's made out of my life. He can do the same for your life. Maybe you used to, to be bound by alcohol. You used to be bound by drugs. You used to be bound by so many things. And I can assure you if you're here if you're watching if you're listening God can deliver you God can take your life and transform your life and use you as an instrument and say I delivered you for this purpose I brought you out for this reason there are so many people who are in that same condition there are so many people who are hurting I'm going to you take your life and use it to reach those people ah in the mighty name of Jesus ah that marriage situation that you are faced with that you are dealing with ah when you come out in the mighty name of Jesus oh my Lord and my God you'll be able to help somebody in the name of Jesus you are here oh you are watching, you are listening, you are going through a difficult time, but in the mighty name of Jesus, I can assure you but your, that your our God is still the same God, the same God that, that, that gave Abraham a good testimony, that gave Joseph a good testimony when they stood their ground, that gave David a good testimony, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel, in an evil generation, when they decided to stand, despite the test, despite the challenges, in the mighty name of Jesus, I see that same God giving you a good testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus, in this season, the Bible says, and your hardness as a good soldier of Christ. In the name of Jesus, ah, no matter the difficulty, no matter the suffering, in the name of Jesus, oh my Lord and my God, he says, count it all joy. Ah, in the name of Jesus, when you go through different tests, different trials, for, the, for, the, for, the, for those things that you go through. He says it works patience. Your character is being developed. In the name of Jesus, no matter the bondage, no matter the captivity, he says, oh my Lord and my God, he will revive us in our bondage. He will revive us in our captivity. The more they oppress the children 
children of Israel, the more they grew. Exodus 1, 12. The more you are oppressed, the more you are going through that difficulty in the mighty name of Jesus, deliverance is coming. Ah, deliverance is coming. Your health situation will turn around. Ah, you will get a good report. Ah, because he's still the healer. He still hasn't forgotten how to heal because he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. In the mighty name of Jesus, when your faith has been tried, when you have gone through the, 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 the time of testing and trial, my Lord and my God, in the name of Jesus, you come out as gold. He says, I will bring you to a, to a, a place of rich fulfillment in every area of your life where there is a test, where there is a trial. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray in Jesus' mighty name, receive his deliverance this morning. Receive his deliverance. In Jesus' mighty name, this test will not send you under. This storm will not send you under. When Jesus is in your boat, it makes all the difference. Jesus is in your life, it makes all the difference. And if he's not in your life, make a decision today that you will bring him into your life. And as you do, as you do, if you forget anything from this message, remember, he will bring you to a safe heaven. He will bring you to a place of rich fulfillment. But you must make that decision that during those times, during that season, you are not going to give up. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, I'll wrap up with this. Psalm 66, verse verse 10, he says, For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. He goes on to say, You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But, 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 but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. Hallelujah. We went through so many things. Is, is it easy when you are going through? Not, 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 not necessarily. But in the midst of it all, I like that word, but. There's a but. There's a but. There is a but. You are going to come out. And he's going to bring you to a place of rich fulfillment. You make that decision. You make that choice. That you will not give up. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We all face different choices every single day. But we must get up every day and look to him. And say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, this day I expect miracles from you. This day I expect to see your goodness in the land of the living. This day I expect you to help me. I know you will help me. You said you will. You said you will never leave me nor forsake me. Ah, in the name of Jesus, I'm going th- I may be going through different tests. I may be going through different trials. But Lord, thank you that you will bring me to a place of rich fulfillment. When you have, t- when you have passed that test, you, when you have overcome this, you see that, that the whole thing comes down to a test of your faith. The whole thing comes down to wh- where is your confidence? The, uh, the, some of the circumstances come to test our confidence in God. But in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you will come out. 
I, I, I know that for a fact. I, I, I know that for a fact. You will come out. But you must let that patience have its perfect work in your life that you may come out perfect, entire, once another. How many of us want to get to our desired heaven? Oh, only just me? <laughs> oh, we all, I see you getting there in every area of your life. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Talk to God this morning. I don't know what you came to church with this morning. And if you are watching online, watching on the TV or listening on the radio, and you say, I've heard this message. You say, I'm going through a difficult time. I don't know how to come out. And you may be even getting to the point where you are going to commute suicide and take your life. Don't do it. There is hope for you. There is a tomorrow for you. It all begins and starts with you making a decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life. And saying, Lord, I tried it my way. It didn't work. Uh, this season, this test, this thing that I'm going through, I will depend on you. And so we come to you through this camera. And if you are willing to make Jesus the Lord of your life, you say, preacher, I want this help that you are talking about in my life. I want to know Jesus. I want his help. Let him come into your heart. Let him come into your heart. Make him Lord of your life. If you are willing to do that, just say, Lord Jesus, I'm just going to help you in a prayer. Pray this prayer after me. Pray, let it come from the bottom of your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Come into my heart. Save me. Forgive me of my sins. Give me a new beginning. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I want us to spend a few minutes praying. Just talk to God. Talk to God about what you heard this morning. David said, I know of a, that God is with me. The Apostle Paul puts it this way, none of these things move me, that I may finish my course with joy. Talk to God, whatever is on your heart that you want to discuss and talk with God about. This is a, the house of God is a good place to have a discussion with God about. Any situation. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's not the end. It's not the end. There's a way out. Jesus is the way. Forget your past. Today is a new beginning for you. Today is a new beginning for you. Today is a new beginning for you. Talk to God in the mighty name of Jesus. We trust this message was a blessing. Be sure to download our WMCI app. Follow us on Facebook. Sign up for weekly devotionals and bloom in your season. Stay connected and grow with many great resources we have available for your Christian growth.